Community, your radio station. This is Hope FM. So Blair, here we are sitting in Hope FM studio based in the YMCA. Not everybody would know about Hope FM. So how long has it been going? Since Well, permanently, 24 hours a day uh, since 2007. But before that, uh, people will remember that there was a thing called a restricted service license. The, the lovely people in the government would allow you to broadcast for 28 days. And you could do that twice a year. So for since 1993, when we started broadcasting here from the YMCA, that we were, we were, we, we traditionally did 28 days at Christmas. And then when about Easter time, we did another 28 days. But of course, it was put it up and take it down and put it up and take it down. So then uh, the government introduced uh, community radio. And in 2007, Hope FM was awarded a permanent license. And of course, we've been broadcasting 24 hours a day from, from then. So why did Hope FM get started in the first place? Well, it's interesting, really, because you and I, as you will know, we have we were heavily involved with broadcasting. God opened a door for us in the city of Sheffield to to broadcast with the commercial radio station Radio Hallam. But my main job was with the YMCA. I was I was, I was involved um, with the YMCA in Sheffield as their program director, and uh, and I was appointed to become chief executive of Bournemouth YMCA. So, so obviously my bread and butter was the YMCA. And so I thought that that was the end of my broadcasting days. So Di and I come to, to Bournemouth and actually had only arrived here and I was approached by some people who were getting involved with a project called uh, Radio Cracker. And this was uh, uh, to encourage young people to uh, uh, broadcast third world issues but also to learn how to do it because uh, Steve Chalk had realised that you could use these special licences and whatever. So they'd heard that I had had th- this broadcasting experience and they said to me, uh, Blair, would you would you come and join the team and train some of these young people on how to do it? Uh, and, and I did it. In fact, we, we had an amazing time. We raised over £20,000 by s- setting up a, a pop-up shop uh, in, in central Bournemouth and we did the radio. Um, the project, we called it uh, Home for Christmas. Uh, and it was just amazing. But you know, Ian, you would have think that... that with seven years of commercial broadcasting that I would have automatically, as a youth and community worker, had made the connection to think I could use this. You could use radio for teaching young people and, of course, for, for blessing the community. It hadn't crossed my mind. Uh, and so it opened a door to me to see what was possible. And we were building a new fitness studio at the YMCA at the time. So I said to the board, well, do you think we could expand it a little bit? And I had a little radio station... Which, in fact, the board at that time agreed to, uh, and uh, and we opened up the broom cupboard, uh, which which actually uh, became Hope FM's studios. And we set off, as I say, twice a year doing these 28-day broadcasts. That's how it all started. So, as we know, radio can reach the parts that others cannot reach. It certainly can. I mean, it's incredible that here we are sat in a little box in the YMCA in the, in the centre of Bournemouth. And, and actually, we're broadcasting to the whole of the BCP area, you know. And and not only that, but now, because of the wonders of technology, uh, Hope FM can be heard in every country of the world because of the internet. It's, it's amazing. It's great news. So, a lot of years of broadcasting. Are there any highlights that stick in your mind? 
oh my goodness, there's, there's, there, are, there are so many highlights, and there'd be too many for me to pick in any particular one. But the, but the one that's the overall one, I think that I would say is that um, we have had many people through our studios, and they come in in fear and trembling. Even now, you know, whenever I invite somebody on the program, they'll say, "What, what are you going to ask me?" And, uh, and they want me to script everything, uh, uh, and so on. I say, "Look, I'm a nosy Parker." Come in, and and uh, I'll set you up, and and you just just relax, you know. In all the years, and, and we we have done thousands, literally thousands of interviews uh, since two thousand and seven, and indeed before that, and I I can't remember one occasion when people have not gone out of our studio saying, "I really enjoyed that. Could I do it again?" That's that's one big highlight for me. The the difference that's made. and of course we've been able to 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 highlight the work of lots of other people within the community. That's what we're here for, to serve the community. The other thing I, I, I would mention is volunteers because the station is largely run by volunteers. And some people would say, oh, you know, you're not slick FM or whatever. Well, yes, we, we never set out to be slick FM, but the people behind this microphone give of their time and effort. And, of course, you don't just sit behind a microphone and it all happens. They have to put a lot of thought and work. So we have been able to train a lot of volunteers who give uh, selflessly of themselves, develop their skills. And, and, and now the, the thing that keeps the radio station working are those volunteers. So for me, that's been another great highlight. So there are a lot of radio options for the people of Bournemouth, Christchurch and Poole. Why is Hope FM important for this conurbation? Well, well, two things really. Uh, when you get a license, you have to be conscious of what the what the government or Ofcom, the regulator, calls social gain, and and what that basically means is that the the, the primary job of community radio is to make a difference in the community, uh, and, and and also you have to be distinctive. So there'd be no point in Hope FM being the same as any of the other radio stations uh, or the BBC for that matter. So of course our distinction was our Christian ethos uh, and the music that flows from that. And of course we we play music which is not particularly bashed as Christian, but it's it's positive and it's uplifting. So right from the 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 word go, we pledged that we would by by giving people opportunity to come on the, the airwaves, to tell their stories, uh, to talk about the work that they are doing in the community, that in many, many different ways we'd be promoting their work, so therefore promoting social again. But also we have had loads of people, I mean, I mentioned the volunteers, so you're developing volunteers, Again, that social gain. But we have uh, had students at the university, so there they are. They're they're doing all their media study training, uh, but they need an outlet. So for many of those students, we have become uh, we have become an outlet where they can practically work out their skills. And of course, our transmitter is on top of Bournemouth University, so we've always we've always appreciated the partnership uh, with the university. But we've had lots of school children through. We get lots of calls. Can I can I do my work experience? And I say yes, you can. So we we've had all of that. So I I'm quite confident that 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 when you look and as I reflect and as I am doing now, writing bids to trust because of the changes that are coming about, that I'm just I'm just amazed and blessed by what has been achieved over the years. Real values. Real people. Real community radio.
So, we've been talking positively about Pope FM and the importance of the radio station. But, of course, no radio station manages to survive without lots of challenges. So, what have been some of the challenges over the years? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, there are technical challenges and there are, there are people challenges. We, we are so blessed that we have, like we have Dan and we have Wayne, who are... Uh, Dan, Dan does all our operations, so everything that people hear coming out of the radio, the jingles, the, the music, the thing that makes the, the station flow is down to, to Dan. Uh, Wayne uh, is our technician who, actually I talked about transmitting from the university, you know, he he keeps all that in order. And there have been times whenever there have been power cuts <laughs> and the strange things have happened to equipment uh, and all of that. And, uh, you know, so th- th- those, those have been great challenges. Obviously, keeping, keeping programmes running uh, and the finance for the station. I mean, we, are, we haven't got a huge number of people who, who give to us. We have about 50 people who regularly give to the station, but that, that makes an enormous difference to us because nobody, you know, I mean, obviously Dan is part-time, he's paid, and we pay a little bit to our engineers and so on. But most of the people on the station don't receive any, any payment at all. In fact, it costs them because they, in central Bournemouth, they have to pay for parking and all that sort of thing. So, so getting the finances also sometimes being a challenge. But God, through wonderful people, has always supplied. So we have a new opportunity because now has come the time when Hope FM needs to move from the long-standing home here uh, in the YMCA, and we need it to find uh, a new premise uh, where we could uh, operate from. So we have some good news on that, which we want you to share. Indeed. Well, because uh, the YMCA's primary role in is to is to provide accommodation for for homeless people, and I don't need to tell folk that the need is increasing. You've only got to walk down Westover Road and you can see people in shop doorways and all the rest of it. So basically the YMCA need more space. And that means that the very place where we are right now uh, really needs to go back to the YMCA, who have been very gracious in giving this space to us. But of course then that set us a new challenge of where do we go and, and how are we going to fund it and, and all those sorts of things a million and one challenge and to be quite honest when i started this journey i thought oh, crikey i was getting knots in my stomach and thinking and you know I, when i was praying i felt the lord saying to me in the peace and quiet blair the problem with you is you keep looking at the problem so what you need to do mate is to rest in me and look out at the problem so we we first of all we, we looked at where the station could find its new home and there were a number uh, of options on that. But then, uh, in quite a remarkable way, I had an appointment with the lovely people over in Ace Office uh, Environments Limited. And uh, they're, they've been one of our sponsors from the beginning. Um, and uh, I went to see the, the MD there, uh, Adrian. And we had, a, we had a wonderful meeting. And in fact, I don't think I have ever been in a meeting where I felt the presence of God so strongly and it turned out that um that 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 adrian had been thinking about offering the station uh, a new home but of course he couldn't just make that decision on its on his own because he has other people on his staff team uh, and his wife and other folk that he had to consult and so we 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 talked about the possibility of 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 moving there and uh, we left it for about a week 
and then Ian phoned me up, uh, and he, 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 I think he was probably as amazed as I was, uh, because not only was he enthusiastic about, about our moving to ace office environments in Yeoman's Way, uh, but actually his staff team, many of whom would not necessarily call themselves uh, you know, believers or anything like that, but everybody was taking the view that this was the right thing to do. So it seemed to all of us that actually this was entirely right. So we, we will, from January, be moving into a lovely new premise, uh, which, which actually has a dis- disability access via a lift, converting a, a, a quite a large boardroom uh, and then a room off that into our, our office and, and, and broadcasting area and so on, and developing a whole new partnership with, uh, with, with ACE Office, which I'm looking forward to. The thing that, that I'm really very excited about is that there's the heart connection. Not everybody has a heart for Hope FM, you know, but uh, one of the things that made me know that moving to ACE Office was right was that, that Adrian and his team had a heart for what we were doing. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to... to um, we'll be sad to leave the YMCA, and I, I, I can't emphasise enough how grateful we are to the board and the management here. But, of course, there are times whenever change must come. And, and of course, we will, we will still continue our partnership with the YMCA in some form. They say, of course, to everything there is a season and a time. And so this is the time for moving uh, and a time for new opportunities. And, of course, that might not be the end of the story. There may be more developments in the pipeline for Hope FM, and we'll look forward to hearing about those in the future. Absolutely. And, of course, you know, you'll be, we'll be needing some help uh, to move. I'm already amazed at the provision that God is, is making for that. But do pray for us as we make this move. And if, you, if you're able to support us in, in, in any way, then we, I would really personally uh, appreciate that. The whole team would, would do that. And all you have to do is, is certainly contact me at blairc at hopefm.com and then I can, I can give you a bit more information. Our community, your radio station. Well, as you were just hearing in that chat between Ian and Blair, Hope FM is moving. Yes, after 12 brilliant years at the YMCA in Bournemouth, our new home from the beginning of 2020 will be Ace Office Environment on Yeoman's Way, just behind the Castle Point Shopping Centre there. But in order for us to do this, we urgently need your help. We need to raise money to enable us to complete the move and to make our new house a home so we can continue to give the whole community of Bournemouth, Christchurch and Paul a voice for years to come. So if you want to help preserve community radio in this area, you can donate today either by one-off donation or by signing up to become a monthly giver. There's a couple of ways you can do that. The best place to go, hopefm.com forward slash home for hope. That's hopefm.com forward slash home for hope. You can email Blair to blairc at hopefm.com or give Blair a call on 07785 286623. That's 07785 286623. Thank you. For the latest schedules, news and podcasts, visit hopefm.com.